It's time for the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker, author of two best-selling books, and the president of three financial companies. He's also a frequent guest on national media outlets such as CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. This is the Wealth and Health Show. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're going to have a great show this week. If this is the first time you've joined us, we're happy to have you on board. If you've been listening to us each and every week, we appreciate your participation and following every week. And we're joined this week again by uh, my partner in Wall Lasser and Company, Danny, Danny Lasser, and just always trying from time to time have her on. She shares some great insights and thoughts. And so, Danny, thanks for joining us again this week. Time out of your busy schedule, I know. Oh, thank you, Michael. I always love being on the show and sharing what I can. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Sharing what you can is more than sharing what you can, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go, folks. We've got a great show this week. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about the benefits of clear communication in life and business. And this is a huge one. This is really a, a kind of a big deal. We're in a situation where we have format that each and every week the show is a little bit different. We're talking about different topics, all related and connected to wealth and health to some degree. And typically, each and every other week, we try and have on uh, different guests from all over the country that are successful entrepreneurs or C-level executives or really folks who are masters in their craft and, and really key-level people from the key-level leaders at uh, the Kohler Company in Wisconsin we've had on the past to some folks that are involved with the leadership of some of John Maxwell's teachings and divisions uh, all the way to you know, different doctors and holistic experts. I remember, Danny, we even had a show with Michael Israel. He's an internationally renowned painter. Just a great, great story and uh, really, really neat thing. So we're kind of different every each and every week, so make sure you keep tuning in each and every week as uh, the topics we cover are different, and we're going to hopefully have fun. And the goal really is to educate and share ideas and value to help you live well, retire well, and just quite honestly enjoy life more. Because at the end of the day, if we obtain all this wealth, we build companies and, and obtain wealth, uh, retire from a company that we worked for for a long time, whatever your story is, you know, if we build that and we don't have good health along the way, what's really the point? So we have some shows upcoming that are going to be related to that specifically as well, talking about how we can live healthy lives and not just wealthy lives at the same time. But I thought the idea of communication and the benefits of clear communication and the importance of that is something that I wanted to cover today because, you know, it's the old idea. I love, I love the idea and, and the thought, really, I guess. Uh, this is from Stephen Covey, if you're familiar with him. And he says, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. Now, I don't, I don't know where that lands in your life or how that touches or connects with you. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of us, if we really do a self-evaluation, Danny, you know, I think a lot of folks listen with the intent to reply. You know, they're just kind of saying, okay, when are you done talking so I can go ahead and say what I want to say? Like, I'm done now and you can say what you want to say. <laughs> you know, Mike, that is so true. I mean, everybody is ready, you know, ready to jump, ready to respond. And, you know, I've kind of seen this as uh, some of our listeners might not know, but I started practicing law and lawyers think that they are great communicators. And sometimes the problem is they fail to listen. And that is one of the biggest complaints to the bar, especially here in 
in Florida is that the lawyer is just not listening to what the client wants. And that I think that's essential in the communication process. It's not just responding like you're saying, it's listening. And it's so true that in today's society, everybody just wants to jump in the conversation and speak and hear their voice, but that's not the effective way to communicate. Yeah, and so folks, this this show specifically, we're de- we're designating it, or really uh, setting aside time here today to talk about effective communication. How can you become a better communicator? How can you be a communicator that effectively communicates where people can remember what you're saying? Because you know you can share information, and maybe they can remember it in the moment, but they forget a week, two weeks, three weeks from now. So how can we effectively do that? And we're going to reference a few articles. I know there's a couple articles from Forbes that we picked out that are are pretty good, as as well as a few other things that we wanted to share, because this is something that I've kind of been a student of, Danny, for, you know, really over 20 years. I remember back when I was younger, you know, when I was in college, I sold books door to door in the summertime. And one of the things that I started early on was listening to a lot of Zig Ziglar and a lot of things like that. And a lot of the focus and a lot of the conversation was about communication. How do you effectively communicate? What does that look like? There's a lot of psychology that goes into everything we do in life. And the neat thing is the better our communication becomes and the more effective our communication becomes, not just in business, but also in family, the more effective and the better and the sweeter our relationships become at the same time. So from that perspective, there's great value to a lot of us to improve our communication level at all times. So we're going to dive in touch on that. By the way, folks, if you're listening to this and you don't have a chance to catch the entire show, two things I want to encourage you to do. First thing is go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. And you can check us out as, as well as a little bit of what we're about. You can also click on the Wealth and Health Show logo, and that'll take you right to a place where you can listen to previous shows, etc. If you have an iPhone or you have iTunes, uh, you're welcome to go ahead and download. They're actually set up there as podcasts. You can go to iTunes and just search for the Wealth and Health Show, uh, and you'll bring us up, and you can go ahead and download that, download the podcast, and you can listen to it at another time, whether you're on a plane or you know have some downtime throughout the day of any of the other shows that we've discussed. Also, one last thought is communicate with us, <laughs> right? We're talking about communication. Communicate with us and let us know what, good and bad things you've experienced when it comes to communication, whether it be home, work, play, whatever it may be, send us a tweet. Go ahead and go to Twitter and send us a tweet out to at lean on the wall. Again, at lean on the wall is our Twitter handle. And Danny, I want to talk about the benefits of clear communication. I want to start with this. I know there's a few things that you wanted to share. I appreciate your prep and research because this is something that you've really become a student of as well over the last several years and really improved in a lot of ways there. And I know that there's really five habits of highly effective communicators. Now, this was put out as a Forbes article. This was back in 2012. But I wanted to touch on this because I think it's still uh, very applicable to what's happening today. The number one thing that's essential in communicating and having communication practices really to be an effective leader, because we all lead, right? I mean, if somebody listens to what you say, you're a leader. Maxwell talks about that. If somebody listen is listening to what you say, you are a leader may just be your spouse. It may be your kids. It may be you're leading a you know $5 billion company. I mean, it could be small to big, but at the end of the day, you are a leader. So the number one thing here, or the first thing I should say is mind the say-do gap. You say, what in the world is that? Well, you know, it's the idea of basically what you say and what you do. You know, your behavior is the single greatest mode of communication And it's got to be congruent with what you say. So if we're in a situation where we say things, but then our actions don't align with our words, 
Well, there's kind of some trouble there, isn't there, Danny? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of this is, you know, you're building bridges here. So, you know, you can't just say things like, I know my mom used to always tell me, you know, do this, do that. I'm like, well, you don't do that. I mean, it's not just, about, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's action Do as I say, too. not as I do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, you know, action is a lot of it, especially, I mean, with your kids, the same thing. I mm -hmm. mean, if you're telling them to do something and you're not doing it yourself, I mean, that that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so here's a little rule of thumb, folks, you can take away from this. It's better to say nothing or delay what you want to say, delay your communication until you're certain that you will be able to do what you say you're going to do. So in other words, it's I, my wife used to tell me this all the time, and it was a good thing. You know, she grew up in a situation in a story where it was, you know, kind of uh, up and down and, and her didn't have necessarily the most fantastic upbringing. But at the end of the day, you know, there was times where she heard a lot of things over the years and they weren't followed through with. So I remember when we first got married, it's almost 14 years now, Dan. It's amazing as I think back. But she always would tell me because I'd say, hey, yeah, I'll do that or yeah, I'll do this or, you know, I'll take care of this or I'll paint the room today or I'll whatever. This was a long time ago when we were just starting out. Yeah, I guess she kind of wanted to do things together. And she said, don't tell me, just do it. <laughs> right, she got frustrated <laughs> with me telling her stuff, and I went. To, so finally, you know, it was really a great lesson for me because I thought, you know, okay, I need to get better. I need to evaluate myself, and this is folks where we have some self evaluation. We got to look honestly at ourselves and say, okay, am I really good at listening well? Am I really good at saying and then doing things that I say I'm going to do, or am I not? And it's funny, Danny. I think sometimes frustration comes from different people because they haven't followed through and done some of the things that they said they were going to do, so they end up getting frustrated with other folks. Have you seen that? Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And, you know, that, that leads me, talking about your marriage and your relationship, it leads me to a great quote by Gary Chapman, who's the author of The Five Love Languages, which if you haven't read, uh, that's an amazing book. And it's not just for those that are in a marriage. I mean, I think it's helped me all around in my life as far as communication and understanding communication styles. Uh, but the quote's uh, is this. It says, communication is to a relationship what breathing is to the body. I love that. I think it's true. I think every day, I mean, communication is, is essential. It's essential in marriages. It's essential in business partnerships. It's essential to your clients with, with every relationship. For sure. So the key takeaway here, folks, we're, we got just a little bit left. We got to head to a commercial. But the key takeaway is sometimes no communication can be good communication. You know, when you're running your company, running your business, running your life, sometimes no communication can be good communication. I know I've learned over the years, you know, as we've three different companies now and do some other things. I was just in New York uh, to do some media for uh, some, some of the brands you've heard of, the streets, CNBC, and some other things. And one of the things that I realize is, is you know, sometimes less said is, is more said, and that's important. So if you're leading the, the brand or you're leading your companies and you're in a place where you're always changing your vision or always saying, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. Sometimes it's more important to kind of say, okay, I'm going to confide those, this information that I'm going to share to our elite group of people or your high level decision makers and kind of discuss it before you really share that information broadly with the company. So rule of thumb, it's better to say nothing or delay your communication until your actions will ring true and you actually follow through and do it. Stick around with us. We're going to continue to talk about how to make things the complex simple, how to find your own voice, and some other key tips that you need to get to make sure that you improve your communication and make it more effective. We'll be right back. 
Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to The Wealth and Health Show. We're talking about the benefits of clear and effective communication. Communication is something that just happens all the time. If you missed the last segment, go to leanonthewall.com, and you can click the link, and you'll be able to go there and listen to it. Or if you're on iTunes or Stitcher or anything else, iTunes is probably the easiest. You can just go there and search for The Wealth and Health Show. Uh, you can download it. We're going to encourage you to subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe to it and share your comments. Give us your comments, what you're thinking of the show, what you like about the shows. There's a lot of previous shows where we've interviewed a lot of different successful entrepreneurs, health folks, and that sort of thing. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, visit us at, at Lean on the Wall. Again, that's our Twitter handle, at Lean on the Wall, as you're listening to this show at any point in time from anywhere in the world. And just give us your feedback to some positive things that you've seen about communication or what some good communication you've had to work or maybe a time where you communicated poorly. I remember uh, there was a story that was brought out by Paul Greasley. He was the rocket scientist, Danny, that we had on a little while back. And we were talking about leadership, communication, and some other things. You know, he was talking about how they were over, and I think it was in Russia or somewhere, but they basically had used a word like, hey, let's go ahead and do this deal or something like that. The word wasn't do. I can't remember what he said, but the point is, is the people that listened to it said in the translation barrier, because they had someone translating the language for them, they had received it as though they thought, let's kill the deal. <laughs> you know, whatever word they used. I remember that. I remember, you remember that, that, Mike. Yeah, I remember that. I was actually on that show. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I remember that. It, it's so, you know, it's not what you say, it's what they hear. And really, that's what it's about. But yeah, there was a huge language barrier there. I remember that story. And that was a great way to portray that for people. Well, it's important because, you know, really what we want to do when it comes to communication, I was talking uh, another interview with a gentleman and we were talking about how some of the things that, you know, John Maxwell, he's part of that group. He heads up the equip group. Tom is his name. And we were talking about how things are written newspapers, etc. A lot of newspapers are written on a seventh grade level. Now, some are a little bit higher than that, you know, depending on where you are in the country or in the world. But at the end of the day, most things are really pretty simple. And so the goal when you're communicating, one of the goals you want to have is to make complex things simple. I know one of the things that I've noticed as we've continued to grow, as we continue to work with, you know, higher net worth families and protecting and growing their wealth through the companies that we have and and saving them significant dollars in taxes, those that are making you know significant incomes every year. One of the things that we found, I know I found this, Danny, as I continue to make my communication more simple, make the complex things, you know, the financial, tax world, whatever, legacy planning, as we make that simple, what happens is is it connects to people. You know, folks, we talked last segment 
about we wanted to be talking about how do you communicate in a way where you can effectively share something, but then the person that receives it is going to remember what you've said, you know, a couple weeks, months, you know, whatever it may be thereafter. One of the great ways to do that is by using word pictures, right? Because we can visually remember things. And sometimes when we start to enact a couple of our different senses together, we remember things more effectively. So word pictures are a good thing because they're a little bit more fun. They're visual. They're easier to understand. And part of that communication process is, Danny, really understanding how does, and this is where you talked about the five love languages, how does the person that you're communicating with in business, this is really important, in family and everywhere else this is important, how is the person you're communicating with, how do they receive, how do they interact, how do they share? Because we're all designed and wired different ways, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of it is the emotional level. Mm -hmm. I know a master of his craft, Darren Hardy, who we've spoke about a lot on previous episodes, in his book, The Compound Effect, he talks about a realtor who was selling $2 million parking spots. I mean, come on, $2 million parking spots? Well, he wasn't selling the parking spot. What he was selling was a $2 million condo that had an amazing parking spot for a gentleman who had this Bentley that he just loved that kept getting scratched up at his old condominium. And then he sold a $3 million closet. I mean, that's it, it was appealing to the emotions and listening to what the other people had to say. I mean, that's key in effective communication. Well, it is key, Danny. And what's interesting, you know, you mentioned about Darren and we're actually an alumni of his uh, high performance forum. We've gone out there and kind of had some dealings with Darren directly. And one of the things that he talked about is he did mention that story specifically. And and we also talked about the fact that, you know, effective communication is 20% of what you know and 80% really how you feel about what you know. That's Jim Rohn. And of course, you know that Darren talks about Jim a lot. And so when you think about that, folks, you know, sometimes when you're effectively communicating with somebody, and this gets back to what I mentioned about making the complex simple, sometimes you feel like you need to divulge all of this information, give all these facts and all the details and all the specifics and all the research and all of this stuff, you know, to either make the sale or to, you know, make the deal where you can buy this next company or whatever you're doing with your brand or effectively communicating at home, you know, to kind of share your case. But at the end of the day, you know, what matters really is not necessarily sharing all of this wealth of knowledge all the time and all the details about every specific thing because people can get lost in the weeds. It's really how passionate are you about what you know and do you really truly feel and believe that what you're sharing is the best for the person you're communicating with. So in the line of making the complex simple, you know, when you're dealing with employees or customers and that sort of thing that are just bombarded by information. I mean, 24-7, we live in an information. It used to be, Danny, as you know, we only had news an hour a day, half hour a day, you know, two hours a day max. And now it's we got 24-hour news networks. You know, as I mentioned, I was just in New York, you know, doing some stuff with CNBC and some other places. And one of the things we talked about is overload in technology, overload in information. Even Facebook now has become the modern-day newspaper, in my opinion, in a lot of ways, where people are getting onto Facebook. You know, there's over a billion and a half users a month getting on there and getting their information on a regular basis. So because they're bombarded by all this information, it really it makes it hard for people to hear you. Well, I don't Mike, know if you ever thought about that, folks. 
Isn't everything on Facebook true? I mean, isn't that why everybody <laughs> uses? <laughs> yeah, every yeah. That's uh, another key point there, Danny. Everything <laughs> on the internet is absolutely true. So, folks, as you're searching the internet and you're googling things, everything you read is true. Now, obviously, you know that that's not true. <laughs> we are we are joking here, so don't take that serious. But that, again, effective communication. Don't take it seriously. That's not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's really really true. And by the way, share with us something where you've researched something and you thought it was kind of legit, true, whatever, and then you went and got some further information, found it wasn't true. I know, Danny, we've experienced this where a lot of times where we're meeting with clients and we're talking about different investment structures, ideas, and really engineering a portfolio that's appropriate for you know the higher net worth clients that we're working with. And one of the things that happens is I'll say, listen, go out and research these things. I'm fine, but let me give you information and give you some parameters to go research. So that way, when you go research things, you know what you're researching is specifically quoted to you. And that's one of the things I think that happens is there's so much communication. People get bombarded, and they receive a lot of information, but that information may not be specifically noted to you. Now, if you read an article about the best investment in the world or whatever, or best strategy you want to implement or best business plan to add into your structure— and you go ahead and look at that. Well, a couple of things you got to ask yourself. Who is this person that is currently giving this advice, number one? Now, what's their track record look like? Do they know my specific situation? And that's why a lot of times folks that are in higher realms, leaders of fast-moving, fast-paced, growing companies in demand, they see the value in paying for good advice. We've talked about the idea of renting brain before. and I don't want to get into too far into that, but you know, renting other people's knowledge. But I do want to take a little bit more time just to dive into this, and that is complex, simple, making the complex simple. So I want you to know, folks, that sometimes you might be sharing things with someone, and it's not that they don't necessarily care about what you're saying. It's just they're so bombarded with life, interaction, and communication that it's really making them hard for them to hear you. I know we've experienced this, Danny, in a lot of ways. Yeah, we have experienced this, Mike, and actually just recently— you know, a lot of times we'll send packets to a client, at least from the Wall Aster side, we'll send packets to a client with their tax planning information. And uh, we had a client, he's so busy in day-to-day -day life. And when he read the initial outline letter, he was just disappointed. And it wasn't that the letter or the plan wasn't good. It's that he read it and saw it the way that he wanted to. And instead of delving into it, because you just get so bogged down in day to day life. And really, and then once we talked to him and understood his concerns, then he was on our page, but it was, you know, maybe not making it simple enough for him. I mean, really, you said it earlier, you learn a lot of these effective communication practices in kindergarten. I mean, we take it for granted sometimes, you know, when we're an expert in a field, you take for granted the fact that other people might not know what you know. So yeah. it's really about laying it down in a language the client can understand. And I know my weakness has been in writing because being a practicing lawyer and doing the tax side, I mean, I have all this knowledge. So sometimes it's harder for me to lay it down in terms that the client's going to understand. But luckily, we sit down with the client and explain it to them in, in a long meeting. So he was very happy at the end of the meeting. So the communication error was averted. Well, but well, needless to say, it happens. That's exactly right. And I think the big thing, folks, is when you have a time where you have a gap in effective communication, don't take it personally. You know, don't take it personally that, oh, you know, they just don't care. Or, you know, a lot of people don't know what they want, right? Because they don't know what's available. 
And so if you're taking things to them in a complex manner, we live in a soundbite world. We live in a world where I know a lot of you that listen to the show, maybe you listen to the entire show. We appreciate that. Hope you get a lot of value. But at the end of the day, I know a lot of you are in a situation where you might catch a segment or here or there. And that's why we wanted to do things to make us even easier for you, like take it to iTunes and some of these other things where you can download the podcast and listen to it at your own leisure, whether you're on a flight somewhere instead of vegging out or you know, playing Sudoku or whatever, you're in a place where you can uh, just listen to this and learn some things to hopefully help you become a better, more effective communicator and better in life in general as you listen to the other shows as well. But effective leaders, Danny, they really have the ability to distill complex thoughts and strategies into simple, memorable terms that colleagues and customers can grasp and really then act upon. Because if you're in a situation where if you share information that sounds great, but no one takes any action on it, you know, it's kind of wasted space out there, you know? So we want to make sure that when you share things, it's actionable, you can take steps to do it. And that's one of the reasons we try and have key points at the end of segments or end of different segments from time to time to say, okay, this is the takeaway for you to take away and improve this part of your life. So keep it simple, you know, clearly think about what you want to try and do, what you want to try and share, and try and share things, folks, in a way that, let's say you're in a very successful business and you want to share and communicate something, Danny, as you mentioned earlier, to someone who is not in your business or not in your profession. Well, think about it from the perspective of not sharing this information, that whatever you want to share, with someone that is in your field. Think about it as you're sharing it to someone that's not in your field, that has no knowledge of what you know. And how can you sit down and continue to continue to continue to reinvent what you want to say, simplify, and make it more and more simple as you share that? Fewer words are typically better than more when you're sharing things as well. So, you know, it's almost like Twitter now, Danny. You know, Twitter's allowed it where we can only have a certain amount of characters to get our point across. What it does, too, I mean, what this reminds me of is essentially, I mean, I'm in law school, okay? I'm in law school, which is you're paying a ton of money to go to law school. You've already graduated from college, and the professors want you to explain these laws to them as though they were your client and knew nothing about it. Let me tell you how difficult that is. But you know what? That is effective communication. That's being able to effectively communicate to your client by essentially putting all that knowledge, you know, and being able to communicate it from the very beginning as if the person knew nothing about what you're talking about. That's exactly right. So keeping it simple is important, folks. Say what you mean in as few as words as possible. This is the takeaway here from this segment. We got to get ready to wrap for a commercial, but that's kind of the key. Keep it simple, few words. We're going to talk a little later in the show about how effective communication and improving these tools. What are some ways that you can actually improve your communication? What are some actionable steps you can do to improve? And what that does to just explode business growth for you in the future. We've seen it. I've seen it over the last 15 years of being in business, owned several companies, working with folks all over the country. You're not going to want to miss it. Hang around for that. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. 
That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351-866-943-2351. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Well, welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined again by Danny Lasseter, live in studio here. And we're talking about the benefits of effective communication in business and in life. And, and this is really something, folks, that if you've never really thought about it, you know, a lot of times we think just a lot of words said is effective communication, but it, it oftentimes is not the case. And it's, it's, sometimes it could be you know, nothing but further from the truth. So we want to be in a place where we're improving that communication. We want to be in a place where we're improving our connection and interaction with people verbally, physically, and all these different things. And, you know, it's just something where as we improve communication and really effective communication, not just communication, but effective communication, it's something where, you know, it's going to make a huge impact on life and in business in general. I remember, Danny, the idea of, you know, some of the slogans that you used to hear back in the day, you know, from some of the big brands like Coca-Cola and, and some of these other companies that they would run commercials. And I remember there was a, an exercise that I went through. I mentioned earlier that we were kind of part of the private group of uh, Darren Hardy, the alumni group of high performance leaders and stuff. Really a great group to be involved with. If you are a, a business owner that has achieved significant success, I would encourage you to check that out and really help you to refine and hone in on your skills. But it's something where we talked about it. It was interesting. One of the pieces of uh, the weekend when we were out there at Torrey Pines in, in California um, played some clips of some previous interviews of major brands that we've all heard of. And it was funny how he would play part of the clip. I was going to do it on the show today, but I didn't have enough time to get the information together ready. Maybe we'll do something like that later. But, you know, he played part of the clip, and it was funny. You could stop it, Danny, and we just we knew what the rest of the, cl the clip was. And we hadn't heard this clip hadn't been advertised maybe for 20 years, but it just stuck with us. And that's the benefit of effective communication. And that, it's funny. A couple of the commercials, Danny, I thought about, oh, I think they're still running them. And they, they hadn't been aired for a long, 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 long time. So, you know, even like if I say, have it your way right away, who is that? Burger King. Yeah. I mean, think about that. At the end of the day, you know, it's what's interesting is you knew what that was. So now all of a sudden, this company by the name of Burger King has taken their brand and what they do, and you can say one catchphrase, have it your way right away, and you know exactly what they're talking about. All they'd have to do is take that phrase and market that phrase around, and they wouldn't even need to put their name or logo, but they've been so effective in communicating that simple phrase with their brand for so many years that people now remember that. And it's something where that's when you look at your business, folks. You know, one of the things that we've communicated for a long time is the idea of different strategies, better results. You know, it's, it's something where we know that because we do things a little bit differently, people oftentimes enjoy uh, results that are better than, than they maybe previously had. And so because of that, you know, that we want to kind of be aligning our brand with certain little slogans, that being one that people can remember. So this is really, really important when you talk about number three in the Forbes article, which I like, which is find your own voice, right? Use language that's distinctly your own. 
let your values come through in your communication. You know, often executives will will really opt for sanitized or corporate voices instead of their own because, you know, they think that, you know, it sounds more eloquent or more appropriate or whatever it may be. But really what people buy is not companies. They don't buy companies. They don't buy corporations. One of the things that, you know, you've noticed, folks, you go to our site or whatever, oftentimes you'll see a picture of me and things about me and even our team or, or family or different things like that in different places. And it's not because uh, we think highly of ourselves necessarily. It's because we understand that, you know, when you interact and communicate and do business with people and places, you do business with a person. You don't do business, quote unquote, with the company. And so because of that, we want to make our interactions and relationships as we help folks with their finances and taxes and everything. We want to make those interactions personal. So find your voice. Don't speak in the corporate language that you think you may need to speak in, you know, to be, quote unquote, politically correct. And I know that's something, Dana, that we've noticed over the years that's made a big difference. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And really, it's people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And, uh, you know, really is the emotions. This comes back to the emotional aspect I was talking about earlier. I mean, part of being an effective communicator is being able to understand and empathize and listen to people and really, you know, on that emotional level to understand because everyone's unique. And I know you had talked about your financial company, the different strategies, better results. And I have seen this working with you, you know, albeit in a separate company, I've been able to sit in on some meetings with you from the financial side. And it's, it really is different strategies because what you're doing is you're effectively listening to people, finding their needs, and then fulfilling those needs and not just selling a product. And, you know, not, not to toot your horn because I work with you, but I mean, that's really, that's effective communication at its best. You know, these quotes, they stay with you you know, and they stay around for a long time. And so when you look at that, like, here's another one, just do it. That's another example of a, you know, small phrase that is, you know, really become something that everybody just knows, just do it, you know? And and so they know that that's Nike. They know that that's, that's something Nike's branded for a long, long time. So find your own voice, folks, is what we're saying here. Find the language that distinctly connects with you, connects with your brand, and really connects with what you want people to leave you with, so to speak. In other words, find things that represents what you're about. And what will happen is, is people will start to respect you more and they'll follow you more for what you're doing. And I think the main reason that is, is because you're focused. You know, one of the things, Danny, that I've learned over the years is that you cannot be a jack of all trades and master of all trades. You know, one of the, one of the benefits in, in what we do in, in owning a couple of different companies is they all kind of tie in one to another. We, we've stayed really specifically in a particular field where a lot of the things overlap one to another. And it's just been very organic to do and have these couple of different companies because it allows us to, to add more value to the clients that we serve. What we're not doing is, is getting into other industries like manufacturing or you know food distribution or whatever it may be. That's not my field. I don't do that. I don't, I don't necessarily want to do that. I may buy a stock in a company <laughs> that does that, but I'm not going to go out myself and spend the time and the effort and the research. And one of the things that's kind of been a kind of a neat overflow is we've gotten into some different business coaching and even business counseling or whatever you want to call it to some degree. Uh, kind of like this show, folks. That's kind of one of the purposes of the show is just add value. 
Well, why does that happen? Well, we've had the opportunity to sit down with successful entrepreneurs, business owners, retirees, whatever, over the last 15 years and really learn their story as we find out what their needs are and how we can help them manage, protect, and grow their wealth we kind of go through a process of really uncovering, you know, what did and didn't work for them in life. We understand what they're about. And from that knowledge in that database, we can take and say, okay, this is what we've learned over the years in our own business. As I continue to learn and grow and do more educational things all the time. And now the overflow is we get to share this information back and hopefully help the next person or the next business be even better. So find your own voice, Danny, I think is what I'm trying to say here. And I think that's really important. What's your voice say? (laughs) Yeah, you know, Mike, it's funny when you say that you can't be the jack of all trades. I I remember back to my high school days. I, I used to be big into sports, like, and I was good at a lot of sports. I was good at basketball and volleyball, and I was on the weightlifting team, and I was on all these different teams. And I just remember thinking, you know, there was a couple of things I wanted to do. I wanted to be a long distance runner, and I wanted to play golf. Neither one of those, to this day can I do? And it kind of just reminds me, it's like, I, and I, I'm type A, so I always have to be good at what I'm doing. And I, no matter how many times I tried those things, I could just never get them. So it really is like, I know that's kind of a, a silly story, but it really is like, you can't be a jack of all trades. You got to focus on what you're good at. And that's really part of being, you know, an effective leader, an effective communicator. At any point in time, folks, if you have questions about what we're talking about, or just want to learn more, you missed the first part of the show, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. Click on the Wealth and Health Show, and that'll take you to a place where you can go ahead and download or listen to previous segments. Also, if you're on iTunes, search the Wealth and Health Show, and you'll be able to download that, and that'll help you uh, with all the other shows, really. You can download the podcast, subscribe to our channel, and, and also share your comments. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Last but not least, as far as communication, visit us uh, at Lean on the Wall and send out your thoughts, what, some of the things that you've learned about this show, some of the things you want to get better at, et cetera. But on another note here, Danny, as far as communication, I wanted to talk about, you know, and this is now primarily geared towards folks who are uh, leading larger companies, larger businesses, or leading key level people, leading high level producers, be visible. You know, one of the things that we do, a lot of the folks we connect with, as you know, I mentioned from time to time, are higher net worth clients. I don't say that just to beat the drum. I say that because I know a lot of people listening to this show are in a place where they're saying maybe we can get some more help or maybe we can improve our financial situation. And I just want to let folks know that typically, you know, our minimums a million. So these people of their portfolio, a million plus that we're helping, they're in a place where they've created some success over the years. Some are ultra successful, some are mediocrely successful. But one of the things that's key in business, communication, being effective is to be visible. Visibility really is about letting your key stakeholders or key people that you're trying to communicate with, letting them know that you actually care about what they want, what they need, and you're making the time to do that. You know, Danny, one of the things that I found has been really, really good as far as communication for us and our clients over the years is I do, as you know, what's called a minute with Michael. And that's something where every month to two months, somewhere around there, in addition to, you know, anytime we're uh, I've been asked to be a guest on different media outlets. Uh, the girls will send that out to, to clients and, and prospective folks. But also, I take the time, and it's it's not overproduced. It's just a simple video where I send out every month to two months 
a video just kind of speaking to the folks that we're interacting with because I want them to know, you know, what's on my mind, what's on my on my heart, so to speak, what, what's important that they need to be aware of. So we want to be visible. And in business, large or small, you want to be visible. You want to have that visibility. And that's really, really important when it comes to effective communication. Danny, I want to – we got to cut the break here. But next segment, you're not going to want to miss – we're going to talk about those actionable steps. What are some things you can actually do to improve your communication, to make it more effective, make it more attractive, make it more appealing, and really make it something where people will take, listen, and remember what are some steps that you can do personally to improve that communication. You're not going to want to miss this. It's a powerful segment. Hang around. We'll be back right after this. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And boy, we're having a great show today. We're joined with Danny Lasseter. Danny's uh, one of my partners, obviously, and one of the companies we have, Wall Lasseter and Company. And if you've first time you've listened to us, first time you're joining us, you can go to leanonthewall.com and click on the Wealth and Health Show. Again, leanonthewall.com. Click on the Wealth and Health Show. You can hear previous episodes. If you just park on leanonthewall.com, you can learn a little bit more about us. I have three different financial companies and that sort of thing. But one of the things that we want you to know, too, is go ahead to iTunes, download the podcast, subscribe to our channel, because each week we have a different show to put out value of different kinds really each and every week. And we're talking this week about effective communication. And I wanted to leave this last segment of the show really in talking about what are some actionable steps that you can take to improve your communication. But Danny, before I jump into that, I want to talk also, this is another key point from that Forbes article that we brought out I thought was really good, and it's the idea of listening with your eyes as well as your ears. Remember the old stop, look, and listen? <laughs> you remember that back in the day where your parents would say, hey, stop, look, and listen around you before you cross the street, make sure you're in the right place, all that, and maybe your parents never told you that. They just wanted you to cross the street and didn't care. When you said stop, I was thinking you were going to tell me to drop and roll because that's what my parents yeah. used to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> I was like, Mike, we're doing a radio show. Why am I dropping and rolling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, uh, you know, I, I don't know what, you, maybe you got cramps. I don't know what your situation. <laughs> so there, hey, there's another effective, we talked about keys that, you know, last segment that you remember from companies, right? Stop, drop, and roll. What do you do there? Obviously, you do that when you're in the swimming pool, right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> 
you catch on fire, you want to stop, drop, and roll. Well, we all remember that because it was something that was just repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly put in. And so, you know, Danny, when it comes to listening with your eyes as well as your ears, folks, if you're out there and you know you're in a place where you're interacting with people, whether it be, you know, one person, could be your spouse, could be children, could be a coworker, could be a large group of people. A little while back, we were interacting with Ed Bastian. He is the president of Delta Airlines, obviously a huge company. And uh, several years ago, they went through a variety of different financial issues. Really, they were having some serious financial problems, didn't know if they were going to make it. And one of the things that he did as far as being visible, now he is an effective leader of a large company, is he took time to step back and he actually met with each and every person in groups now, but he met with each and every person key type people from the company. So it was something where he said, okay, I'm going to be more visible. I want to be there so we can be there and connect with people. And he started the process of really listening, Danny, not only with the ears, but also with the eyes. So when you're communicating with people in order to really be effective, you know, it's not only listening to people, but good leaders know how to ask good questions. And then when they ask good questions, they then listen both with their eyes and ears. Would you agree with that, Danny? Absolutely. And that goes back to what we talked about a little bit earlier about the emotional aspect. I mean, you know, taking the time to do that, I'm sure, made all the employees of that company realize that he cared. He cared about them. He cared about, you know, their growth and their future, as well as just that of his company. And that makes people, you know, feel good about themselves, feel like somebody else cares about them. And, you know, that's important. That's important to the business. And that's that's a great example of the way to make yourself visible in listening. Those are two key things. Again, you mentioned it earlier, and I love that quote as well. You know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And sometimes, folks, it can be easy to be just kind of focused on getting your message out to your company, to the world, you know, when you're branding yourself, whatever, just focusing on getting your message out or persuading others. And you're not really tuning in to really what you see and hear. Because remember, 65 to 70% of communication is body language. When you listen with your eyes, you're watching the person. And I think a lot of times, if we're honest with ourselves, as you really learn to tune in on this, and if you learn to tune on this, you got to try it, folks. Learn to tune in on it, and you'll notice that when you talk to some folks, sometimes you know, you're interacting with them, and you can just see it in their face. You've said something, you know, especially face-to-face. You can see something. You can see it in them where they're just, they didn't catch it. Or, you know, there's a little question they had, or maybe they're not sure that they're confident that what you're saying is truly accurate or whatever it may be. But if you don't catch that and you continue to go on and you just continue to share and speak, then, Danny, what happens is the person is stuck mentally back there where they had that kind of roadblock, where they had that situation where they're saying, "Okay, I'm not sure that I can fully take this to the bank. I'm not sure that I understood fully what you're saying, whatever. So as you continue to communicate, what happens is less and less of what you communicate actually then stays with the person because they're still back at that roadblock. But if you're listening with your eyes as well and you say, oh, this person visibly is in a place where it sounds like they're not connecting effectively, that's where you can stop and say, it looks like you may have something that you know you missed or you didn't fully understand. Is there something that I missed or is something that I can share or explain a little bit further to help us both be on the same page? And so one of the things you want to do, here's a little takeaway that you want to enact, is you want to have little tips every once in a while, just kind of stop, don't drop, but stop and drop your conversation, not drop on the floor, <laughs> okay? But stop and drop <laughs> nice. your conversation. 
right? And I think this is something that our listeners could go test this out on your spouse or your girlfriend. Go home at the end of the day today and just ask them, how was your day? You know, what did you do today? And listen, yep. listen, look for those cues. You know, maybe you'll see a difference in your relationship there and then apply it in all aspects of your life. That's a great actionable step in my opinion. All right, Danny. So you ready for this? We're going to encourage folks to implement the stop, drop, and roll in their communication, right? <laughs> so, so here's what you're going to do, folks. Let me give you a little encouragement as you're leading your companies, leading your brands, leading your family, communicating publicly with someone to get your message across. You want to stop, drop, and roll. Here's what it is. Take notes. If you're taking notes, if you're not taking notes, take notes. Write this down, right? So here's what you want to do. You want to stop as you're communicating from time to time. You want to drop that communication, right? And and think about what you can roll into. Well, what do you roll into? Roll into a question. So stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop your eyes. Think about, okay, are they connecting? Roll into a question. Here's that question. Am I making sense? Is there anything that I've said so far that you have a question about? Or is there anything that we've discussed so far that you're unsure of? Is there any way that I can more clearly communicate or effectively communicate or more clearly explain some of the things we've talked about thus far. Does everything I've mentioned so far make sense? These are all things that you can say, you know, does that make sense? Now, some people, just because they're cordial, and some people, because they don't want to hurt your feelings, may not really say, well, no, no, I, yeah, I don't understand. Maybe they don't want to sound like they don't understand, or maybe they don't want to sound like, you know, they don't want to hurt your feelings. So they may say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're good, we're good. So this is why, folks, it's important that you listen with your eyes as well, because when people are in a situation where they're telling you that, they may not be fully forthcoming in that process. You know, Danny, it's almost like when we go to the store, you might have a sales associate at that particular store come up to you and say, can I help you? And you're there specifically to buy something. And it would save you probably a lot of time if you said, hey, I'm looking for this. And, you know, they take you where you need to go. Now, typically, I've adopted that because... I don't like to waste a lot of time in stores anymore today. But, you know, a lot of times we'll go there and our natural response is what? No, thank you. I'm just looking. Yeah. So wait a minute. You came into this store for something specific. And because you don't want to feel like you're being sold something or because you don't want to feel like you're, you know, don't know or who knows, you know, our natural response a lot of times is, you know, no, thank you. I'm just looking. When that person is there and they could help you. So... We want to make sure that we stop in our communication and listen with our eyes and make sure that we ask questions to make sure you're on the same page with the person you're communicating with. Now, here is one other actionable step that you can take, folks, that I want you to get. And by the way, if you've missed any parts of the show, I want to encourage you to go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You can check us out. You can also click on the Wealth and Health Show, listen to other segments and other shows, reach out to us at Twitter, at leanonthewall, and this last actionable step, Danny, I know that you've started participating in this. This is really, really important. I remember Zig Ziglar talking about it. If you're in the world of sales and you don't own a voice recorder, you're not in the world of sales. <laughs> so what's really important is to record yourself. You know, whether you're a super high-level CEO of a multi-billion dollar company or someone just running a couple hundred thousand dollar company or just interacting with your spouse or your children, I guess what really matters here is how effective and how much improvement do you want to participate in in your own life? The good news is we get to choose that. How much you grow and where you go has to do with what you know and what you do with what you know. 
So if you're in a situation where you want to grow in life and you want to go places and you want to do things that you can really impact and add value to people, well, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to have to get better at what you do. We all have to continue to get better at what we do. One of the benefits, Danny, of doing this show is it helps us to get better at what we do, communication. We listen to the show the previous week and say, you know, well, how can we do it better next week? How can we do it better next time? Because we want to continue to add value to the listeners. As you're listening out there, our goal is really to add value. Obviously, you know, we have companies and that's really what funds a lot of these things. We put this out there. So if there's folks that are attracted to what we're doing, that we might be able to help them. Maybe it's the right fit. Maybe it's not. We don't know that until we connect. But the point of the show really is to add value. And we want to continue to grow and grow and grow on a national and an international basis. So that way we can add value to folks and be in a place where people can pull things from this show, apply them to their lives, and we can overall, as a people, become better and live better. So one of the things you want to do is you want to record yourself audibly. Visibly is great. If you got a video camera or even just a camera with your phone, these technology on our phones today, record yourself communicating either to a prospect or to your team or to your board members, whoever you need to communicate to. Record yourself, listen to yourself, and then watch it back and do it time and time and time and time and time again. And you'll find that what happens oftentimes is you speak more and you listen less. What we need to do is work on listening more and speaking less. And that really what it does is it helps you learn how to ask more effective questions, how to ask better questions that are really decisive in helping the person make a better decision. So, folks, hopefully you've picked some great things up. If you miss, again, first segments, visit leanonthewall.com. Click on the Wealth and Health Show. Download us, the podcast on iTunes. Search for the Wealth and Health Show, and uh, you'll be able to find us there. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel. That way the feed comes in all the time, and you don't have to worry about it. It's autopilot. Other than that, hope you have a great week. Reach out to us on Twitter, at leanonthewall. Again, that's at lean on the wall and share us your thoughts or interaction from the show. We'd love to hear it. And until next week, here's to living well in retirement and in life. We'll talk with you soon. been listening to the wealth and health show with michael wall information provided during the wealth and health show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.